listening to Abiding Hope Church's podcast of our weekly sermons. For more information about our church, please visit abidinghope.org. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I had a real joy last week to travel to Taiwan. My sister lives there. She's been living there for 13 years. She's a, an assistant principal at an American school there, and her husband runs this big tech cube there, and uh, they build robots and travel the world. It's, it's a very cool thing what they do there. But mostly what I did, honestly, was go for long walks with my sister and brother-in-law and talk. We just talked and walked and walked and talked. I, I, I'm, I, no exaggeration, maybe 80,000 steps, 90,000 steps a day. I'm not kidding, five, six, seven hours of walking. It's just, it was a wonderful time. But there was a moment when my brother-in-law was talking with me, and he was saying, you know, sometimes we don't realize that the days we're living in are the good old days. That, that it's only after the fact, it's only later do we look back and say, ah, the good old days. And he said, these are the days. These are the days. He was talking about that present moment of, of walking through and seeing street musicians and eating good food on the 45th floor and looking at the flowers and enjoying our family and being together, these are the days. It was a way of reminding us to, to live in the present, and not always be stuck in the future or dwelling too deeply in the past, but to see the days that you are living in as good and ripe and full. Our text today has Jesus and it's, it's Mark and Jesus. This is Jesus of the, in the gospel according to Mark, where it's like, and then he came up, and then he got baptized, and then he went in the wilderness, and then he left, and then he's, now he's out teaching. It's just like, gadang, 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 right? Like, no messing around. But the words that we hear Jesus speak are the first words Jesus says in the gospel. And if we were to believe, as most people do, that Mark is the earliest gospel written, these would be the first words put to ink, put to papyrus and vellum of what Jesus would say. And, and it said this, Jesus goes and proclaimed the good news saying this, 
The time is fulfilled. The reign of God has come near. Repent and believe. It's my belief that this is actually the thesis of the entire Gospels, of the entire story of Jesus. It's these things that we are called to do and live and understand. So let's take a moment and let's, let's break these things down. So the first one, it says, it starts by saying the time is fulfilled. Can you say fulfilled? The time is? Okay, now this is a very important word because the word means that we're not waiting for something to happen in the future. This isn't about some time of God that we have to be preparing for in order to discover Jesus sometime later. The, what, what it's saying is to begin with is saying that the time is fulfilled, meaning that all the things, all that you want, all that you are waiting for is now. Is now. Fulfilled, the word doesn't, it doesn't, it's not strong enough. It means like all the stuff, everything that's been going on is done. And the time, it's all coming together now, right here. And the word time, the word time there is also critically important that we understand what it's saying. We tend to think of time as it's 6.30 or it's February 18 or, what, you know, or whatever it is. We tend to think of time as being very specific. That would be the word chronos. That would be the word chronos, like chronology or a chronograph. So we're talking about, so if it says the time is fulfilled, it wasn't like Jesus is going, oh, it's 6.30, the time is fulfilled. The word there that Jesus uses is the kairos, the kairos. Often this gets translated as seasons, but I don't like that either because then we tend to think of summer, winter, spring, fall. It means that the thing that what you've been waiting for is now there. It's sort of like having a baby. We don't put babies on schedules, right? Did the baby come on the day it was born? No, it came when it was ready. You follow? So when we're talking about the kairos, we're saying that there is something happening in the world, something that is greater than time, greater than date, greater than chronology. It's something happening, and it is happening now. The season is upon us, that there is something that God is doing, and it's now. So the first thing Jesus says, again, the time is, the time is, okay, the next thing, this is the second part says, the kingdom of God has come near. Can you say near? The kingdom of God has come near. Now, again, uh, near, you know, near can be a lot of things, right? Near can be a lot of things. Technically, I am near Hawaii compared to New York, right? <laughs> right? So, and out of a, terms of comparison, I, am, I, I remember when we were in Israel, we would be somewhere and they'd be like, this is the place that Jesus floated into space or whatever. And we'd all kind of look at each other and we'd be like, well, it's nearer than Littleton, you know? But this is not the word near as it's meant and intended here. What it means to say is the reign of God, the things, the stuff of God is as close as your breath. In Latin, they use the word manifest. Do you know the word manifest? Mana means hand. Like, like in the, anybody here Spanish? No Spanish? Manos from the Latin, manos. And fest, what does fest mean? Party. So it's the dancing hand. It's God 
has come as close as your hand, right there. And here's the good news. It says God has come near, not you have come near to God, right? So you didn't ask for it. You weren't looking for it. You weren't like, Jesus, where are you? God, it says, in Scripture it says, it is God's pleasure to give us the kingdom, that it is a gift, that it is not something we seek or we look. It has actually come near to us, and that gift has come as close as our hands. So the season of God is fulfilled. So the time is, and then it says, the reign of God has come. Now, it tells us to do two things after this. First one is, oh, you weren't listening. I just read it up there just a little bit ago. Do you remember that? The first one is repent, repent. Now, I have big issues with the word repent, big issues with the word repent. First of all, the word repent has been really used to hurt people, right? You know, repent, repent. Do you know those people? Repent. Yeah, I know those people. They drive me bonkers. You know what I mean? Because what I want to say is actually in the Greek, it doesn't say that. And you see, the problem with the word repent, the problem with that word repent is that the energy of repent is what you're repenting from. Are you with me? So we're never repenting to. We're always repenting from. So when we talk about repent, our energy, our thoughts, where our heart goes is what we're repenting from. So it puts the energy back into the things that separate us from God and one another and the creation. But that's not what we mean. That's not the word here. It's, it's two words, and both of them, I think, are critical. The first is the Greek. Pastor Doug will be proud. The first is the Greek. It's the word metanoia. Metanoia. So the first word meta, like metamorphosis, change. So meta means to change. And noia means mind. It means change your mind. That doesn't sound like repent, does it? It's saying, the time is now. The kingdom of God has come near. It's time to change the way you think. It's time to reorient how you see the world. It's time for you to, to get in there and say, wait a minute, this is not the vision of God that God has, and I have to change the way I think about this. Are you with me? The other word, the other word is a word that, that I love. It's the word that probably Jesus said, because it's the Hebrew word, and Jesus would have been speaking Hebrew and not Greek. Don't tell Pastor Doug that. Um, but he would have said, teshuv. Can you say teshuv? And the word teshuv means return. So every time you, every time you see uh, John the Baptist going, repent for the kingdom of God is coming, it's actually return. It's actually come home. It's actually orient yourself toward where you're called to go. And a life of what they call teshuvah, a life of return, means we're constantly reorienting where we're pointed so that we're pointed in the direction of where God is moving, acting, and flowing. Are you with me? So it's this idea of, okay, come back here. So the time is now. The kingdom of God has come. First one in here, repent, but it means change your mind. Change the way you think. Return to God. Come home. Reorient. Put your life back in. Figure out what's going on. Examine. See what's happening and then move in the direction that God is calling you to be. And then the last one, repent and then believe. Believe. 
Now, the problem with the word believe is then we tend to then turn it into sort of a, a psychological construct of faith. So we think like, I have to believe certain things and I have to, and we turn belief into almost like a rule and a noun, right? But believe is not a noun, it's a verb. We don't have a belief, we believe. And the word belief, the word belief, it's pistis in Greek, is also the same word for trust. It means to trust something to be true, to trust it, even if you don't have the answers, even if you don't, even if you're not all there, that's part of trust, is not knowing, but yet still trusting. Like, how many of you believe when you leave here today, you're going to drive home and you're not going to get in a car wreck? Right? Most of you believe that. Are you sure? Are you sure? Could, could not happen, right? You get into a fender bender. It could happen, right? It is a matter of trust that you believe that you can go home without getting into a car wreck. Now, I've driven around Denver. Good luck. So, so what it is saying, this is, and so it, they literally said, and Jesus goes and proclaims the good news of God saying. So this, my friends, if anybody wants to ask, what is the good news? What is the good news? You say, ah, the good news is this. The time is, the reign of God has come. Repent. Maybe we can say return. Maybe we can say change your mind. And then believe. Believe what? He says believe the good news, which is, the time is, the kingdom of God has come. And believe the good news, which is, are you with me? I mean, this is the life. This is the life. And this isn't the life that we prepare for in some heaven far away. It's the life of right now in your lives. It is what you are called to do and be as followers of people of the way of God. Your daily mission is to say, oh, today, now, there's a kairos in my life. There's a thing. I'm in a season. Something is happening. Now, in that thing, it's not absent from God. God has come near to us in that thing. That there's, God is active in this thing that, that is happening. Now, how do I turn to face it? How do I look at what is happening? How do I orient myself so that I see what God is doing inside there rather than just trying to get by it, trying to get past it, trying to get over it, rather than trying to live through it and understand it and know it? And then to trust, to trust that God is in all things, through all things, doing all things and working all things in and through us Maybe you're in a season of deep pain. We tend to think when things are bad that God is somehow absent. No, my friends. In that, the time is fulfilled. The kairos is there. The reign of God has come near even in that pain, even in that hurt. Turn, face it, look at it, work with it, see what God is doing, examine it, walk with it, bring it to community, gather around it, explore what's happening in that kairos, 
and trust that God is working through these things, that God is in those things, that God is moving in that. Maybe you're celebrating. Maybe that's had, you've had some good news recently, good news. In that, the time is now. The reign of God has come near. Turn and face it, explore it, ex- see what's happening, and trust of what's happening. You see, that is our daily work, my friends. It is the daily work of the people of God. What is the gospel? One last time, if somebody says, hey, what is the gospel? You'll say, oh, it's, it's easy. Jesus told us. The time is. The kingdom of God has. Repent or return or, yeah, I like a bit. Let's just say return. Ready? Return and believe or trust. Yeah, that God is in these things and doing all things. When it says in this season, when we're talking about taking up the cross in the season of Lent, when it talks about carrying that with us, it's, I don't want us to be thinking about shouldering this burden and carrying it like this because Jesus says, no, no, my teaching on you is light. It's not heavy, it's light. It's you living into the daily work of what God is doing in and through the world and the kairoses of your life and you examining and returning and seeing those things happening and trusting that God is present in there. That, that is what it means to carry that cross daily with us. Wherever you are, whatever is happening in your life, I think, it, wouldn't it be a powerful thing to wake up in the morning and say, what is my kairos? What is my kairos today? What am I doing today? And, and, and maybe like literally like today. Oh, I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> maybe I need to slow down. Maybe I need to rest. Maybe I need to relax. Maybe I need to let that go. Maybe I put too much of my identity into working out and I just need to spend time. You know what? Do you see how that works? To spend time saying, what is, what is the kairos in my life and where is God calling us to be? Friends, tomorrow, tomorrow is another day. And in that day, the time will be now, just like it is now. Face it. Turn to it. Believe that God is with you, God is near you, and God has not walked away, but is dwelling deeply with you and as close as the palm of your hand. If you'll pray with me. Lord God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, on paths as yet untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out in good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. In the name of love, whose name is Jesus. Amen.